What is up, everybody? I'm back with another edition of the State of Bitcoin podcast, where it was the first in-person podcast. So I had a little bit of fun with my friend Benny Hoddle, Benny Blader, a Bitcoin lightning dev, one of the great devs in the industry. I mean, he tells his story about how he was grinding for Bitcoin early on. Uh, has the great entrepreneurial mindset. He has an outstanding story, and he's trying to build up the community here in Tampa Bay, where I'm located, Bitcoin Bay. So be sure to give them a follow. Um, and he's overall just encompassing everything that means to be a Bitcoiner. I mean, uh, honestly, it's it's great to have him as as a friend and somebody that I know in Tampa Bay, where I live pushing hard and pushing for the community so overall just a great dude and we get into a bunch of different stories kind of how he started the grassroots movement here and much much more so be sure to tune in and like and subscribe wherever you get podcasts please 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 if you're listening to this in audio check it out on youtube feel free to subscribe over there I'm trying to build that up as much as possible, trying to get some more in-person and live uh, podcasts. So uh, be sure to tune in on that and let me know what you think. Uh, let me know what you think. Shout out to everybody listening on Podcasting 2.0 apps as well. I also read the boost at the beginning. So ladies and gents, do not forget that this is not financial advice. Everything you hear in this podcast is strictly the opinion of Benny Blader and myself. So please, please, please do not, do not take this as financial advice and understand that it is for entertainment purposes only. Now on that note, let's get into the show. Whoosh. Bing bong. I am live with the first in-person edition of the State of Bitcoin podcast. So welcome everybody. But uh, first, before I introduce my guest who's sitting across from me, I, I like to thank everybody listening on any podcasting 2.0 apps such as fountain and so i got a repeat booster so i appreciate it doug and droop uh again so he uh he boosted 210 sats so i really appreciate it. he said thanks for the shout out the canadian bitcoiners conference sounds excellent just gutted i'm headed to toronto in april we'll keep an eye out for canadian bitcoiners while i'm there so if anybody's in uh, in Toronto in April and looking for Bitcoiners, it seems like there's going to be some there. Also, I'd like to give a shout out to my sponsor, Coddle.co. That's C-O-D-L.co. If you're looking for a punch plate, if you have your Bitcoin still on exchanges, what the hell are you doing? I mean, let's be honest here. We've seen all the signs. Coinbase is hurting. Binance is hurting. All the other exchanges seemingly stopped withdrawals. So get it off an exchange. Use a punch plate to store those seed phrases. So get one at coddle.co. Use promo code GREENCANDLE. That's G-R-E-E-N-C-A-N-D-L-E at checkout, and you get 10% off your entire order. I don't know what you guys are doing. I'm helping you out here, giving you a little discount. Save those sats. Save that 10%. Buy a little bit more Bitcoin and get your Bitcoin off exchanges. All right. Now, enough of that intro. I do have a very special guest, Tampa Bay's finest over here. I got Benny Hoddle, also known as Benny Blader. Ben, how you doing today, man? Hey, how are you? Glad to be here. Good, man. Good. All right. First, I got to get this off my chest. I got to ask the, the first question. So, Benny Blader, where does it come from? You a rollerblader kind of guy? You into Beyblades? Like, what's yeah. the deal with that? Man? Yeah, no. Uh, so, I play, growing up, played hockey all my life. Um, I'm from Ohio. Uh, there's not much uh, ice around here, although it is a hockey city here in Tampa. But uh, really, I live close to downtown, work downtown Tampa, and uh, didn't want to bike, didn't want to drive to work. So it's like, well, let's just get some blades. And uh, really, I've been doing I do about five, 10 miles a day rollerblading. So it's kind of yeah, I get, I get people seeing me around Tampa like, hey, see Betty Blader all the time. So there we go, uh, man. Anywhere I go, I'll go grocery shopping and rollerblades. I'll uh I've been kicked out of a lot of grocery stores. I don't <laughs> like it very much, but uh I still enjoy it. That's yeah. dedication, dude. People have uh people have a hard time even bringing up the groceries like two flights of stairs and you're yeah. sitting here just rollerblading miles with bags and everything <laughs> like that, dude. So good for you. Yeah, maybe if any of your listeners go to uh know bitcoin conferences i was bitcoin miami i was i was rollerblading around the uh, conference center because it's a big conference center so it gets me around pretty quick oh uh, there we go yeah yeah man it's I, a good I, conversation piece yeah, yeah i didn't even notice you blading around there last time <laughs> i'll have to look out for you this yeah. time but 
for those in the audience who don't know you, who aren't uh, Tampa Bay natives, or maybe haven't been to any of the bit devs around, tell us a little about yourself, a little bit of your background, and uh, tell us the Orange Pill story, man. I know, uh, I know that that can get kind of boring for some people, but um, you know, I think I, it is pretty interesting from like a developer's perspective how they kind of dive into that. So. I want to hear it, man. Let's hear it. Yeah, sure. So um, I'm a lightning engineer on the application side. Um, I don't do very much protocol stuff. I like to say I'm a protocol LARP. Uh, try to do some of that stuff. But mostly uh, I focus on the lightning layer. Um, I start my orange pill story started um, studying computer science in college. I played baseball and studied computer science in Ohio. Um, and it was really I was, when I was going to the, into college, um, you know, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to start a business and what made sense was tech and looking into it like, okay, what can I do with a career in computer science? Um, and what really caught my attention was Bitcoin. Um, really at that time, early in my story, you know, it was crypto at that point. Um, but just at the time, internet money in an internet world just made too much sense. Um, and I dove right into it. Um, really just played around with everything i built a couple applications um on other chains shit coins and uh you know um really just going through the years really learned a lot more learned a lot through it um it's really like what kicked off my software engineering uh career and um but the real orange pilling didn't start till uh i read the book uh, the creature from jekyll island and actually learning you know how our money works um and that's where that was like really the light bulb moment where it was like, okay, I understand this. I understand what Bitcoin is about um, and dove right through it. So that was that was about 2019 um, when I did that. Um, at the time, I had built a social media application. So pre-lightning uh, pre days, lightning engineering, um, I was big into social media. Now, what brought people to the internet was social media. Uh, my thesis was what's going to bring people to Bitcoin, and that was social media. Um, so I built um, a social media application, um, my first lightning application, had that going for a little bit uh, while still living up in Ohio, uh, it, which was a lot of fun. It was uh, just like a social media application that me and my friends could use. Uh, so it was a lot of great shit posting. It was like having a public group chat uh, that only your friends <laughs> were on. So it, it was a lot of fun um, doing that. And um, that was about the time that I moved down to Tampa. Um, there, there wasn't very much, uh, there, there was sort of a community, uh, up in Ohio, but it wasn't nearly as much as what I was seeing going down in Florida, um, around that time, like blockchain.com was moving to Miami and, uh, and a few other companies, uh, had moved down to Miami and that's where I was woke up one day. I was like, all right, I'm moving to Florida. Uh, so I dropped out of college, uh, stopped playing baseball and, uh, Made the jump, the leap down to Florida with my uh, social media startup, um, bartended for a little bit while building it. And then uh, about a year and a half now, uh, uh, yeah, a year and a half ago now, um, I was approached by Blockspaces uh, to build a Lightning product for them. And I've been there since, and I'm sure we'll get into uh, what we build at Blockspaces a little bit, but that's uh, a little bit about about my background damn dude you're just a builder from the start dude <laughs> social media app and everything i mean all right so i mean that's an incredible story so i mean i get it is pretty interesting how you your orange pilling kind of started right because you know everybody i think kind of gets into the shit coins but you know i maybe from an outsider looking in not knowing everybody's kind of story it seems like everybody is like all right there is an issue with the money whether it's inflation or something along those lines, or they think, you know, some, some blockchain or whatever can fix some issue. Mm -hmm. But it seems like you were kind of like a little bit different, right? You were a little bit more into, I guess, you know, the technology behind like a blockchain and kind of what some of these other protocols were doing before you really learned into the money where, mm -hmm. I don't know, I think uh, from what I see, a lot of people are kind of like different. Do you think that that's kind of just based on like your computer science background, kind of your intricacies and thinking like, you know, through a code base and all that kind of stuff. Is that what you think kind of brought you towards, I guess, this whole cryptocurrency world? Yeah, yeah, I think so. It, it, one thing I do appreciate about those days is learning the whole ecosystem. So by like uh, seeing how things are developed on other chains and where it comes from and the design choices that are made, um, you know, it, it 
um, allowed me to analyze a lot of different pro uh, projects better. So I could see, okay, th this makes sense. This doesn't, why did, why was this design choice made? And, you know, moving on to, uh, when I was really orange pilled, it was like, okay, I see why these design choices were made and why they're correct. Um, or, you know, in my understanding why they're correct and, you know, a lot of our understanding. Um, so yeah, I, I think it, um, took me like to a base level that I could understand um, what this technology does, why it exists and, you know, the ecosystem of it. And then, you know, being able to analyze from that. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, and, and it is also kind of interesting too, why you picked Tampa. So I kind of want to get into that because we haven't mentioned it yet, but you've kind of started a branch of the Tampa Bay Bitcoin meetups kind of, you know, we've had Gabe Higgins here who obviously, you know, runs block spaces and everything like that. And, you know, uh, working with you, I, I don't know your direct position or anything. We'll probably get into that in a second, but you know, he's had this Bitcoin meetup for, I don't know, I think it started in 2012, 2013, I want to say. So nine, 10 years or so he's had, you know, a good sort of base. And then you come in here, right. And, uh, from Ohio and uh -huh. you, you have a lot of pride in the Tampa Bay region, yeah. it seems like, which is yeah. awesome to see, you know, I'm a transplant as well but you're starting to build out the Tampa Bay bit devs and Bitcoin Bay. So yeah. why don't you kind of tell us, you know, just brief overview of the mission and we'll kind of dive in a little bit more there. Yeah. So, uh, Bitcoin Bay started, uh, around the time when I moved down here. Um, one thing I noticed really quick, um, about the city of Tampa is that it's, it's prime for this kind of adoption. It's, uh, the largest growing tech city in the United States. So, uh, you have a lot of people moving here, you know, it's the tech hub of, of Florida. So you have a lot of people that, um, you know, that would be open, you know, to accepting or, um, you know, introducing a Bitcoin economy. Um, you have, uh, Kathy Wood, had moved down, uh, although maybe that doesn't hold as much weight as it did, you know, a, a year and a half ago, but, um, you know, a hedge fund that's focused mostly on Bitcoin, um, with their investment strategy. So you have, and it's a very young city. Uh, the median age is probably late twenties, early thirties around here. So you have, it, you have this, um, uh, people here that, you know, would be probably more accepting of you know something like bitcoin so um that's i was like okay let's uh let's like get the ball rolling let's see how much we can do with this so we started bitcoin bay uh it first started as a bit dev so i spent a lot of time um in austin uh i would for a whole year every month i would go to bit devs out there um which is amazing i mean you get a hundred people in a room you have bitcoin core engineers in there you have lightning protocol engineers in there you have um bitcoin companies all being represented there where you could really just nerd out on bitcoin i was like oh okay i need to do one of these in tampa so it first started um you know as a second meetup for um the uh the crypto meetups that we do here and started doing tampa de uh, bit devs uh it was bull market you know bitcoin was 50 60 000, and we had 50 people come and zero engineers so it was just me like talking way over people's heads, you know, uh, like the nitty gritty of what's going on in Bitcoin. Um, and that's where, um, uh, so with doing that, then, um, met, uh, the three other founders of Bitcoin Bay along with me, uh, Fabio, Wes and John, who's, uh, now in Austin, but, uh, still, you know, shills Bitcoin Bay for us out there. Um, and they're like, okay, we love the bit devs. Like, this is really cool. Like, but you're a Bitcoiner, we get it. Like, you, but you know, you gotta, you gotta step it back for these people. So we started doing more Bitcoin 101s. You know, what is a wallet? Uh, different types of wallets. How do you running a node? All this kind of stuff. And like, okay, you know, getting down the basics. And then that expanded to more Bitcoin socials. Like, hey, it's just like open forum. Come in. We're gonna hang out at a bar. Um, talk Bitcoin. Um, now going into 2023, we have a big roadmap of what we want to do in Tampa. So we have stuff like we're doing with business workshops, getting business owners around the area, uh, to learn about Bitcoin, um, get them, you know, Bitcoin tax people, Bitcoin accountants, um, people that are accepting Bitcoin, um, custody solutions and stuff like that for businesses. Um, that's one of the big things that we're doing. Uh, we're doing like one-on-one, -on -one, um, one-on-one or group classes. So going to high schools, 
um, and teaching kids about about Bitcoin and learning about it. Um, myself, I'm getting with uh, the colleges in the area, University of Tampa, USF, um, and doing coding courses and stuff like that. So, you know, bringing up those ne next generation of Bitcoin developers. Um, and then uh, another p big pillar that we have is food, food in the area. So uh, Tampa, we have Florida in general, um, you know, the strawberry capital of the world is just 15 minutes away. So we have a lot a lot of rich farmland and ranchers around the area. So we want to connect um, uh, Bitcoiners because the Bitcoin to healthy food pipeline uh, is a real thing. And, you know, Bitcoiners get really interested um, in knowing where their where their food is coming from, which big props to the beef initiative for like, you know, with coming up with that model of shake your rancher's hand. And we strongly believe that here. Um, so we started uh, Bitcoin Bay farm where uh, we're building a network of farmers and ranchers around the area uh, that people can go in. Uh, they can purchase food. Um, they can purchase food uh, with Bitcoin on the website and then, uh, you know, get it delivered on a Thursday. Come shake your rancher's hand, get your food and talk about Bitcoin. So that, that was long-winded. We're, we're doing a lot of things, but uh, it's really exciting time in uh, Bitcoin Bay right now. Dude, no, no worries about the Bitcoin Bay uh, long-winded answer, but that's that's what I'm looking for, dude, because that, that's why part of the reason why I brought you in here, because you know not only do you do like great stuff on like development and all that kind of stuff, but you're really you know bringing up the grassroots movement of Bitcoin. And you know Tampa doesn't get maybe as much credit as a lot of these bigger cities, say like in Austin or in Miami or Nashville or something like that. But, you know, it is relatively close to, you know, all three of those cities, um, well, specifically Nashville and, and Miami, right? I mean, you can kind of drive to Nashville and definitely drive to Miami and whatnot. But, you know, when it comes down to it, you're, you're hitting up a bunch of different aspects. You know, when people think Florida outside of the Bitcoin area, I think people think, you know, swimsuits, beach, everybody in shape, kind of the fitness aspect of Bitcoin um that kind of people are getting into so shout out to all those dudes posting their uh, thirst traps on twitter these days to their 95 uh, percent male audience but you know um but anyway i mean with that too i mean you're really bringing into this community which i think is you know super fascinating for somebody who's from ohio so um you know you listed out a lot of things as why you like tampa and other things like that and when people ask me about tampa so i I'm sure listeners of the show know this, but I am, uh, I grew up in Austin. So the way I kind of saw Austin developing was, is kind of how I see Tampa developing right now. I, I tell people I see Tampa as Austin 10 years ago where it's growing. And I think the roadmap for Tampa is a little bit better, I guess, suited for bigger growth than maybe Austin is. So, I mean, don't hate, don't hate me all you Austin Bitcoiners, but you know, you hate that traffic on Mopac at all times. So, um, you know, you, you really can't get anywhere at five o'clock at all. And, you know, it's not just Bitcoin that's there, right? I mean, Google, Tesla, like all these big ass tech companies came and brought it in there. So I think Tampa has a little bit of an advantage where we're not going to see as big of tech companies come in, but where you can see maybe some Bitcoin specific companies or companies along those lines come in and start to develop and kind of grow that circular economy, which I think you're really, you know, uh, you're really helping. So you didn't mention it, but I want to dive into Bay Wallet because um, I think this is a really cool aspect of the Bitcoin Bay, what you're trying to do. Right. So you already talked about businesses bringing in accountants and, you know, tax experts and helping onboard businesses to be able to accept bitcoin i think we even have some like pizza place in clearwater that accepts crypto but you know uh th there is already like maybe one or two businesses here in the area but you know when you think of businesses that accept it you think of you know the the oshi app so shout out michael atwood but they have a bunch of businesses in austin miami and you know scattered around maybe nashville a little bit but not really too much here in tampa at all so, you know, have you kind of started, uh, well, one, let's dive into the Bay wallet. Like, sure. what are you trying to accomplish with there? And, you know, you kind of went over the schedule of what we do at Tampa Bay BitDevs, but what is the overall goal of Bay wallet and what is it? Yeah, sure. So, um, Bay wallet, um, was an idea initiative that spawned, um, with, 
uh, me running Tampa BitDevs. Um, and what I noticed in going to BitDevs, whether it be Miami, Nashville, Austin, um, having made my way to Chicago yet, but I want to make my way up there, um, is that you're getting this room together of all these super smart Bitcoin engineers. Um, it's great to sit, hash out ideas, um, talk about different proposals and stuff like that, but um, it's kind of a waste if you're not building something out of it. Um, it's, you know, you're sitting there and you've got like Lalu or Matt Corallo or, you know, Ben Carmen, uh, that are like so deep into it. It's like someone that's a newer engineer coming in. They won't know where to, they don't know where to start and stuff like that. Not a knock on them or anything. It's like my favorite thing in the world, listening to those guys go on. But I think, um, for getting a community involved and in inspiring the next amount, uh, the next engineers is, uh, bit devs, you should be building something as well what what's it like uh collaborating on an open source project what's it what's it like working with the bitcoin protocol um or lightning and uh so what i wanted what i did was uh create bay wallet so what bay wallet is it's a fully non-custodial lightning wallet that runs on the phone android or ios um it uses the ldk library so that it is a lightning node running in the phone um, and as well, uh, building a Nostra client in it as well, because, you know, you got to hit the buzzwords and, you know, what, what's hot. But, um, you know, it, it, what I want is anybody, an engineer coming in to if I if I have an engineer or a college student studying computer science coming in, that's interested um, in getting into crypto because they're going to walk in interested in crypto. Um, I want you to like dive into okay this is this is a bitcoin application that we're building you know we meet up okay we're having design how how do we want to design the app you know working on new features um here's what we're doing like building a lightning wallet so i i want people to come in and you know going through the issue board like hey can somebody pick this up and you know someone who's been wanting to dive into an open source uh, Bitcoin project that they can. They can go in, uh, they can get support there, know what's going on. Um, and, you know, it, it was really like, it, honestly, it's something that I wanted when I was first getting into this, like that community getting together where you know the people that are building it and you can get support from them and really know how to build uh, build a Bitcoin or Lightning application. Yeah, and I mean, I mean that's pretty interesting too. So you're you're gonna kind of have one that's represented almost here in the bay, right? And you're kind of giving somebody a project where, hey, you know, uh, Bitcoiners, if you want to uh, maybe get a job in Bitcoin or develop something, well, looky here, we got Bit Devs in Tampa Bay building a Bitcoin wallet that you can just go ahead show your GitHub or show whatever and show that that actual proof of work. And so I think that's like a really missed aspect of what people who want to get into the Bitcoin space really don't, don't hit is that, you know, Hey, I'm interested in Bitcoin, you know, whatever. And they just start applying for jobs thinking that, you know, whatever X, Y, Z fiat job is going to apply where there is a lot of differences, you know, and, and I know anecdotally some people that are in very big Bitcoin companies um, and they work with a lot of people who don't know Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when it comes to actually showing that you know the intricacies of it, hell, you built something mm -hmm. or you worked with a group already showing that proof of work and you did it all voluntarily, that puts you a leg up then compared to everybody else, right? And so it's not only that for, you know, people who maybe want to stay in the Bay or build a company or do something like that too, but it's also for the people too that, you know, maybe they don't have the entrepreneurial aspirations. They want to go and, you know, just work for another company that and they have that proof of work right there. So I think, you know, I, I'm not a developer. I know how to code, uh, you know, Python and some other things, but I, that's not where I want to kind of go with this. Obviously, you know, I like the podcasting stuff, but it is very interesting to see you know, how you guys are kind of working on it. Cause I came to the first bit devs, uh, actually from, uh, from barn miner reaching out because, uh, because he heard me on thriller Bitcoin. So shout out to car and those guys yeah, over there. Car, love those guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're great, but, um, you know, you know, it is, uh, pretty interesting kind of how you have it structured, right? Because you do the development once a month, it seems like, mm -hmm. but you know, do you find that you're, I, I guess, getting maybe a little bit more desire from people to kind of work 
a little bit more on that more frequently? Like, do you guys, you know, work, you, you obviously work and develop it, you know, mm -hmm. with yourself, but you come in and you kind of have design meetings with the group mm -hmm. once a month, it seems. Mm -hmm. So do you have like a desire or like a group message or maybe something along the lines where it's like more of the people in the area that are kind of actively working on it opposed to just, you know, kind of popping in and out? Is there, are you finding like a, maybe a growing increased desire as we're getting farther along into the development of Bay Wallet? Yeah, so it's uh, not out of state to be released or anything like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's uh, one thing that's really nice and what I like with like something like design, you know, you're, you're building this for the people of Tampa. I think the description on the GitHub is uh, a lightning wallet built by Tampa plebs for Tampa plebs. Um, so, you know, we want them involved in the conversation. What do you like on wallets? What don't you like? And that gets everybody else involved. Um, and uh, yeah, the engineers, um, uh, coming in, you know, they can, they can add their own flavor to it, whatever. So, um, it's been awesome getting more people involved, uh, into that project. Um, and it, I'm super excited about it. And, you know, there, there's a lot of ideas that we have to build it forward. So like with, like I talked the, the business workshops and stuff like that, um, you know, we, we kind of attacking it on both on both sides you have the merchant side and then you have the like retail side um you know at block spaces we're building uh the merchant side by building you know a business solution for accepting lightning um and then you know on the wallet side or the bay wallet side you know for retail to to be able to use to pay for it there and you know by integrating nostra it wasn't just you know uh, let's just put nostra in it um you know nostra is really cool and flexible that you can have um, just like with the event types, you can do uh, like flash deals or something like that. You can do, um, you know, there's a lot like fancier stuff that you can do. You can do like ticketed events or, um, yeah, like I said, like coupons or deals and stuff like that. So, um, you know, adding more um, business opportunity on top of, you know, okay, if you're accepting lightning, you know, oh, we have this wallet here where you can uh, drive in, you know, uh, more, more business uh, by using it, you know, with your customers using Bay Wallet. Yeah. And it, it is kind of like, you know, maybe the way I worded it to people when I was trying to onboard businesses for a little bit. So, you know, I just anecdotally, I was uh, out of work maybe for like a month or so. And I was trying to maybe get into the Bitcoin business, our businesses. Um, and what I was doing was trying to go around to businesses and tell them like, hey, you know, get on to Oshi. That was my kind of thing, you know, was it's essentially free marketing. You know, people don't really realize like how kind of it's almost like a cult here, Bitcoin land, you know what I'm saying? Like in good and bad ways. I mean, like good ways where you know, people get really like are really passionate about a lot of things, but you know, I, I think in bad ways, somewhat is some some people don't really realize that maybe maybe a lot of Bitcoiners were shit coiners at one point in time. But you know, regardless, that's another tangent we could get down. But I mean, I, I think you know the marketing aspect is what businesses kind of maybe don't get. You know, when it comes down to it, maybe ten percent of your clients, and that's that's a big number. I think would actually use Bitcoin to to do it. But I think the interesting part about a lot of this is, you know, Tampa is a big kind of farmers market town. Mm -hmm. There mm -hmm. seems to be one every single weekend, and I'm not. That's not even an exaggeration. Like mm -hmm. if you look around, there's definitely one. There is one in every weekend, and I live near near one in in my neighborhood. Uh, I was almost about to dox where I live, so I, luckily I didn't do that. But um, there's one in there's one in my neighborhood, and then there's one in the old neighborhood I used to live in as well. And they're on opposite weekends or different weekends, and you know you can go to each of them. And I actually remember the first time I went to one, somebody was selling quail eggs, and Bitcoin was accepted. I want to say when I moved here about four years ago, maybe around that time. Um, so. You know, it seems like the farmer and the kind of like the Bitcoin movement is something that can can really catch some fire here. Um, and I know we have somebody in the group, too. I don't really remember who it is who sells salsa and accepts Bitcoin, too. So, shout out Wes. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's Wes. Yeah, that, that's who I thought it was, but I didn't want to get yeah. it wrong. So yeah. shout out to Wes. So buy some of his salsa <laughs> if you're ever in Tampa yeah. uh, using Bitcoin. But, um, you know, it seems like that's kind of obviously the next cog, right? So we're getting the wallet kind of developed. And then now it's food and that's mm -hmm. what we're kind of like moving towards. So, you know, 
I, I've had Texas Slim on the pod. I've talked to him a little bit, and it, it, you know, I didn't really think that there was too much of a movement here yet. But you know, it seems like they're that you guys are like moving in the right direction. So, talk to me a little bit about that movement. You know, bringing in ranchers and uh, you know, really shaking the ranchers' hand. Like, how are they kind of accepting it? And you know, as somebody who's maybe not really worked in the the ranching industry, obviously, you're, you know, you're a computer science guy. We've yeah. kind of gone through your background, but you know, how are you kind of bringing like Bitcoin to these guys where they're actually getting it. Like, are they yeah. not really taking it? They're like, all right, shut up, you computer nerd or something <laughs> like that. Or yeah. are they, uh, they actually kind of receiving what you're saying yeah. when it comes to Bitcoin? Yeah. Uh, so what's great about um, approaching farmers and ranchers uh, is that like, they pretty much already get it. So, you know, we'll be at the farmer's market and we'll talk and we won't even bring up Bitcoin. You know, you, you, and something in a conversation we had uh texas slim is like you don't even bring up bitcoin you know you talk about them you want to learn about them you want to learn about their business and what you find the conversation usually goes to is like they're like oh our food is messed up we've seen what they're doing we've gotten screwed over with our land um and all this kind of stuff so like they're already you know in the bitcoin are finding food you know the food can find Bitcoin, you know, it's, it's kind of like married in that way um, so that they understand it. And, you know, we don't, we try not to like dive them straight into it. You know, we, we want like a soft introduction to it. Now, if you go to bitcoinbay.farm, you know, we'd say, Hey, we're putting together this network of farmers and ranchers. Um, so, you know, you're not just selling, you know, at the farmer's market, you can, you know, be selling online. Um, and, you know, what we tell them is, you know, obviously going to BitcoinBay.farm, you're going to be purchased. Everybody's going to be purchasing with Bitcoin. Um, but, you know, we're not just we're not sending that just directly to them. And they're like, we don't know what's going on. It's like, OK, uh, you had three orders this week. OK, it was this much Bitcoin for this much fiat. Uh, would you like the fiat or would you like the Bitcoin? OK, they're going to start with the fiat. You know, they, they want that money um, by having them come in on Thursdays. They get to meet the people that are buying from them. They can hear, you know, what what we're about, what Bitcoin is about. Um, and then they might go, OK, you know, this week uh, I'll take 10 percent in bitcoin okay download moon wallet boom all right sent there you're good okay you know then a couple weeks at 10 percent, and then okay maybe i i want 30 percent. well okay you have you know 200 sitting in your moon wallet hey you should explore you know some of this more self self custody okay we we want to so we want to like gradually introduce introduce them to it get comfortable with it know what they're doing instead of just throwing them into the deep end um and like I said, like, these are people that do get it. They, they, they understand what, you know, they understand that there is a problem um, and maybe they haven't found a solution yet. So what we're trying to do is gradually find a solution. And what makes farmers and ranchers so great about it, um, you're not dealing with like a corporate structure. Like, you know, oh, I got to talk to corporate to come accept this. These are these are self-sufficient people that they own their whole business. So they have full control of that. And, you know, if they want to, they they kind of move at their own pace and we're there to hold their hand through that. Yeah, I, th I think the one in interesting aspect of it, though, is like the way I view farmers, maybe this is just ignorance, is that, that they're not like super technolo techni technologically savvy. And mm -hmm. so I feel like getting them onboarded to Bitcoin might be, you know, a little bit of a daunting task for them just because of that. Is that kind of what you're finding when you're, when you're having these conversations? Obviously, you know, like you said, you don't bring up Bitcoin first. Mm -hmm. You you kind of describe like, Hey, you know, as Texas Slim goes through his, his rant and, and he puts it a lot more eloqu eloquently than I can, but essentially the money's fucked our food. Right. Yeah. I mean, the fiat like kind of, you know, way of just depreciating the value of the dollar and, and whatnot had just, you know, honestly just screwed it all up. And it seems like kind of like in this area, you know, maybe maybe not Tampa, maybe more like the St. Pete area. So sorry for all the people listening in St. Pete that they've kind of had like maybe more of like a vegan movement or like that kind of, you know, thing like the soy boy kind of stuff. Well, it's uh, a B-Cash area. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> St. Pete likes their B-Cash for some reason. But, yeah. And maybe... uh, the Bay's expanding. So we've got a uh, shout out Steve. Uh, he's been, he's kind of 
doing a lot of the St. Pete stuff for us and helping out with the Bitcoin Bay Foundation, uh, which is another thing. I I didn't even bring up that. We got a lot going on here, so there's plenty to talk about. Yeah, man, there's definitely there's definitely plenty to talk about about that. But, you know, back to the to the ranchers real quick. So so I'm I'm on this. uh, I might actually buy some of Wes's jalapenos. So, Wes, look out for for a bill for me. I might pick some up on Thursday. But, um, you know, uh, or I guess that's tonight. Shit. I might do that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I think, um, it, it is kind of an interesting task to onboard a lot of these farmers. And I think you guys are doing like a great job, right? I mean, like just building out this website in general with BTC pay server built in it, you know, it looks, looks really legit. We just need to get some more farmers on there and some, some more items, Mm -hmm. but you know, what, what can, uh, I guess people do to kind of one, like kind of start this grassroots movement in their own city that are people are listening because obviously you know my audience is not just tampa so um you know we have people maybe listening from canada or other places as well that you know maybe you know texas slim's one guy he's he started the beef initiative he's done a lot but you know like like we've all kind of said this is like a grassroots movement so you know getting this kind of off the ground and building it in somewhere that's not even in your hometown like describe a little bit of the difficulties for that and maybe like uh, how you would uh, maybe if somebody wanted to get started and do this on their own, you know, is it is it harder or easier than it sounds? And, uh, you know, you know, I, I guess maybe uh, talk about a little bit and uh, maybe using the power of a community to, to get that off the ground and get started. Yeah, that's a, that, that's what it's all about is community and consistency. Um, you know, we, we've been doing the Bitcoin Bay meetups for about a year now. Um, and now we're getting to the point where the ball's really starting to roll. Um, so a big thing is just getting out in your community, putting stuff out, you know, Hey, we're doing these meetups. Um, you know, you don't, you don't need set agendas or anything like that. Just get people in the room, start talking about Bitcoin, um, and, and consistency people, you know, uh, signals a big thing for us where we do a lot of our communication. Um, we're starting to ramp up more social media and stuff like that. Um, but it's building together a diverse community where you have, you know, digital creators like yourself, um, and Publord here, here in Tampa, uh, we have engineers here, we have business owners, um, we have, um, energy guys, home mine, you know, the home miners, um, like bar miner. So, you know, once you have a diverse group of people, then you can start, um, no picking avenues where you want to go. So, you know, someone takes the food area. Okay. Let's, you know, going out to the farmer's market, meeting, meeting these people. Um, you have, uh, you know, people like on the education side, like, okay, I want to take over, you know, going to schools or like doing this consulting type type stuff. So, you know, building that foundation of a community is the most important part, getting people, getting like-minded people around. Um, I think that's, that's the best thing that we've done that's gotten, you know, to this point where we can start doing, you know, all the, all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, it is interesting. Cause I, you know, shout out Pubby because I actually had him on the pod and then we were just talking on a little pre-show and I was like, wait, what, what you're in Tampa. I'm like right down the street for you. I didn't <laughs> yeah. even know. Cause yeah. you know, I, I, I should be, I should have been better with going to a lot of the, the local meetups and you know, I it's, I've been going back now when I can on the Thursdays for, know maybe even just like a month or so but i think like just kind of realizing all right you know i was being ignorant to what's actually going on in my own city and i i shouldn't be doing that and so some people might think like all right you know i'm living in xyz city it's not uh austin it's not a nashville it's not a miami but they don't and they don't think something else is going on and i think you know what you kind of hinted towards there was you know we're, we're we're tampa right it's a big city but like when people think of bitcoin and bitcoin you know citadels hubs whatever you want to call them they don't really think of tampa bay but look at all the things you just listed out right we have people in every single aspect and i think people would be surprised to find out that they would have similar you know uh, people in in different areas you know in whatever city they're in and you know if if you're not doing anything like that, or maybe you're you're starting a meetup, or there is a small meetup, I think the big thing is consistency and just whatever you're doing. You know, like I think that's just like one of the biggest keys to success that that nobody really, uh, 
I guess really understands. Um, and like part of that is like just kind of leaking over in Bitcoin, right? So if you're passionate about something, if you're passionate about Bitcoin, you know, you can really build out something here in wherever city you're in. And, you know, Ben is here at prime example. You're bringing a bunch of people together, a bunch of developers. Sure, like Gabe has been here for a while and kind of laid the, the groundwork. But, you know, you're doing something where you're really building up the community and kind of, you know, taking it a step farther than just another meetup. And I think that that is, that's fucking awesome, dude. I, I, I love it, dude. I, I really do. And I think, you know, as we kind of grow this Tampa community of Bitcoiners, it's, it's just going to get stronger. And I think like, you know, it, it's not always easy, right? I mean, maybe you guys had, like you said, right, the bull market, you had 50 people come and nobody knew what the hell you were talking about. Maybe in some of these yeah. meetups too, when shit was hitting the fan and it went from, you know, 69k to 15 people were there was like three of you or five of you or whatever it was um you know that those are the the hard times that people don't really talk about and you know kind of understand that you know the consistency is the biggest part of it like if you can make it a consistent worth maybe even just one or two of you that shows up every week that's where people will start to get comfortable right even if you have the drag your friend your roommate your your girlfriend, your mom, your dad, whatever, like, dog. yeah, you bring your dog, dude. People will come up to you if you bring yeah. your dog. Maybe, maybe I should do that yeah, next yeah. time. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, people will come up to you and kind of talk and get it started. Um, and that's kind of starts the snowball effect. And, you know, I, I've talked to a lot of people with, with meetups, but they usually have kind of like three structures where it's like one, it's like kind of, uh, you know, people just social, and two, it's, uh, you know, people kind of have a speaker come in and they like really teach about something that's going on or, uh, yeah, it's like, I, or like a bit devs, but, um, you know, I haven't really talked to too many people who are organizing like a bit devs and, and doing it the way that you are. And so that's what, that's what really interests me about this whole thing. And I really, you know, like what, what you're doing there. So, so keep it up, man. Yeah, I, I, I really it. like it and I'll, yeah. and I'll be coming when I can, but I want to move on a little bit to to block spaces because sure. you and Gabe are doing great stuff down here. You know, I saw Gabe at Bitblock Boom and they're rolling out or they have been rolling out something that's integrated with QuickBooks that helps with, you know, um, you know, tracking your your intake with Bitcoin, which obviously can help a lot with businesses mm -hmm. and other things like that. So, you know, what is your role at Block Spaces and kind of yeah, what are you guys up to these days? Yeah, like like I said, um uh First moved down here, had the startup, and then I got approached by Block Spaces by Gabe um, to build a Lightning product for them. Um, so they were doing um, enterprise blockchain solutions, and everybody was asking for a payment solution. I was like, well, you got to use Lightning. Um, so when we were first uh, ideating on, uh, you know, what we wanted to build, um, you know, a big thing that we noticed is, you know, a company you know, a, a company may want to accept Bitcoin, but their CFO, their CPA, their, their accountant, whoever may be, you know, doing the books is like, whoa, slow your roll. Like, <laughs> I don't want, I don't know how to track this. I don't know what to do. Um, so with, you know, we, we knew we wanted to build an enterprise lightning product and uh, we thought the easiest way to do it um, is by automatically syncing all payments uh, to their accounting software. Uh, so we built our proof of concept. Um, we were a fully managed lightning solution, but non-custodial. So uh, we host the infrastructure. Um, we do uh, liquidity management as well, all in a non-custodial way. So they have their uh, Blockspaces dashboard where they can, you know, they have a little POS or they can go to their QuickBooks, create an invoice, and there's a, a link embedded in it that people can go pay in lightning. Um, and then whenever they receive or send out, it automatically syncs with their QuickBooks. So we started with QuickBooks. Um, within the next couple months, we're going to be rolling out um, a lot more integrations with different accounting softwares, uh, such as Sage, Zero, stuff like that. And the whole idea is uh, we don't want this whole paradigm shift of um, dealing with money as a business, you know, you don't, you want to change as little as you do. So we just want to change the payment rails. We, we want to use the superior network, uh, you know, instant transactions, uh, low fees. So if you're, you know, your margins are low for your company and you're paying that 4%, you know, minimum on credit card transactions, not even if you're going cross border and stuff like that. Um, 
you know, you can, you save a bunch for your business, uh, no, you know, uh, no chargebacks and, you know, all the benefits that you get of lightning, but let's not have you worry about, you know, hiring a sysadmin to run your, run your node, having someone managing liquidity and stuff like that. Like that stuff should come out of the box. Um, and in a non-custodial way, cause you know, I wasn't going to build anything that wasn't non-custodial, uh, or that wasn't custodial. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, um, it's been super exciting, uh, building this. I think it, it makes the most sense for business and it was uh, something that we noticed, um, was missing in the market. Um, and as well, you know, you see a lot of like strike, uh, companies like strike or, uh, probably what Square is going to do with the, the Square terminals um, eventually, or uh, in Ibex, you know, it's a, it's a lot of B two C, you know, and idea you don't want we don't want to have to educate retail too much uh, for adoption. Like, okay, we can set up a POS, and you know, then okay, the people have to have Bitcoin coming in and stuff like that. You know, we want to have to educate one person at a company or say two companies, and they're able to transact with each other. Um, and I think that's where a lot of adoption uh, is going to come from. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that because, you know, I've had other people on my show. I've, I think one of, one of my first episodes with Brian Harrington, he came on and he was like, well, you know, the, the positive about people onboarding Bitcoin and companies is that it forces all these people to kind of learn uh, about Bitcoin accounting and all that kind of stuff. But I think, like you know, like you said, that's a little bit lost in that, is it is kind of difficult to learn, right? I mean, it's completely foreign, right? right. The tax laws. I mean, I had, I had a tax guy on a couple weeks ago, right, uh, as well. So, you know, he was kind of talking about potential taxable events and other things like that. So, you know, do you get a lot of questions, um, you know, when implementing that, um, when it comes to businesses or? You know, are you kind of, uh, I guess, is, is your sales pitch a little bit more to, you know, businesses who already kind of understand uh, Bitcoin and maybe the top dog already is like, hey, you know, this is just easier for the accountant that doesn't really know what's going on. Yeah, as we're rolling it out, like our development partners or like our first customers that we're going is more like Bitcoin focused type companies, you know, like we have a Bitcoin accountant for example, or New Wealth Collab, um, where it's like the crypto native type company, you know? Uh, so they're, they're a lot easier to pick it up. And it's like, okay, this is what I'm looking for. You know, as far as, you know, me with answering those questions for taxes, like I'm not, I'm not, a, not a tax guy. So, you know, all I can do is just track cost basis in the application and make sure everything's going to your QuickBooks so that, um, you know, as we, you know, roll out features or something like that, that, um, you know, hopefully that can be hands off as well. So, yeah. And I think, I, I don't know, I haven't used QuickBooks, so maybe I think I might actually try to get on it because I need to start tracking that stuff a little bit better for my businesses. But I, I think that it kind of helps you with taxes too. So I'm, I'd be curious to kind of, I guess, dive into a little bit of that. It's, it's so, you know, I guess, how does this whole thing work? Like, tell me the bread and butter of like the implementation. So if I were to pay on the lightning network by Wes's jalapenos here mm -hmm. on uh, bitcoinbay.farm, mm -hmm. you know, and it goes to his QuickBooks or whatever. Like, how does that all like, how does it work on his end? And how does it work? I guess on my end, does the consumer see any of it or no? No. So the, the consumer, you know, they could use their moon wallet, Zeus, uh, you know, whatever, whatever you're using for lightning. Um, and pretty much what, we have a read-only access uh, to the node. So we can't do anything. We can just see what's going on. Um, and then when we receive an event, say that, you know, Wes received uh, received a payment for his jalapenos. Um, what Blockspaces does is uh, we take in that payment and then take that information and then just post it to QuickBooks, talking to that. So there's no engagement from, uh, from you know, the buyer side or the seller side. Um, you know, it's really, we, we handle that all in the background. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So you're making it easier on businesses and other things like that too. So, and then you're, you know, with Bitcoin Bay, you're having kind of a business, um, I don't know, business workshop is mm -hmm. what, what you called it. Mm -hmm. Um, so you're, so you're kind of having, trying to build that, I guess, more circular economy in Bitcoin, um, and the Bay, but also, you know, it's that the QuickBooks thing could be used essentially anywhere. Right. So, right. You know, anybody can kind of bring this thing to 
any one of their cities, any one of their businesses and kind of help implement that. So, you know, as a guy that's, that's developing all this, have you kind of had to talk to any of these businesses, uh, you know, to try to onboard them? I know you, you know, maybe you're doing that a little bit on the Bitcoin base side, not the block spaces, but mm -hmm. have you, uh, you know, have you talked to any? And uh, if so, like, how has that kind of conversation gone? Um, mostly on my side, like a lot of the uh, sales, I guess, is, you know, comes from our biz dev team. So uh, I'm not involved so much in that other than, you know, I meet someone at a meetup and like, hey, this might be for you, you know? Yeah. Uh, so uh, really, a lot of my conversations was just talking to accountants like, okay, where where should this go? Like, I, I, I you know, I have a lightning payment. Where does this go in QuickBooks? You know, so that like, I, you know, put my accountant hat on for a few months uh, building that. Um, so, you know, okay, you know, I want to track cost basis. I want to, you know, does, since this is Bitcoin, you know, QuickBooks doesn't read, you know, uh, Bitcoin isn't a currency that is like presented on QuickBooks. So mm -hmm. you have to show it and out, okay, maybe, you know, this goes into inventory, for example, or this is a sales receipt or, you know, that kind of stuff or paying an invoice. So, um, yeah, that was, that was most of my conversations with the businesses, um, and kind of like our first, uh, you know, um, company that we were or like someone that we were actively working with while developing it. it's like okay where where should where does this stuff need to go yeah no exactly and it, it is interesting all right it's just I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like as somebody who started their development kind of age in the social media aspect did you ever think you'd be trying to implement something for small businesses into quickbooks i mean like i you know kind of how did you get here i mean you know, I obviously Gabe approached you at one point in time to kind of, you know, implement a lightning, um, you know, a lightning application or whatnot. Did you kind of know before you came to block spaces that this was the goal? Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, outside of that, like just mm -hmm. developing on the lightning network, mm -hmm. like, you know, how did you, I guess, go to that aspect of development instead of, you know, maybe looking at Bitcoin core or something like that? Um, really like i just wanted like i just knew i wanted to work in bitcoin you know i didn't care what it was as long as i'm touching bitcoin in my work so um you know at that point it was like okay um you know gonna be working in bitcoin okay how does this fit the business and it was like it fell on to the integrations with accounting software it's like great let's go do it um you know i i wasn't like super specific and you know i had to do something in bitcoin you know it was like okay where's bitcoin gonna take me um and you know that's where i ended up and uh super happy about it and you know i scratched the itch on you know all the other projects i do as well so yeah, for sure. So I, I'm not going to keep it for too much longer, but I want to get into a little bit of Noster because I think mm -hmm. that's like just a logical way where you're going to go because I mean, hey, dude, you started the social media um, originally and that was kind of your, I guess, dipping your foot in a little bit into the, to the uh, you know, the itch of the development. So, you know, what do you think of just over high overview? Because it seems like the, the kind of the consensus in the Bitcoin, or at least on Bitcoin Twitter that Twitter's dead and Noster is is the new uh you know the new beacon of light. Right. Um so do you kind of see it going that way? Um and uh yeah, what are your overall thoughts just on Noster? Well, when I first saw Nostra, um, just kind of played around with it, but like first reaction was like, man, if I would have had this 2018, 2019, who knows like where I'd be right now if I'd even like uh if I'd be in Tampa or anything, because like Nostra was exactly what I was looking for. So like Nostra is super cool and like the hardest thing of bootstrapping a social media application is the network effects. You know, like I said, when I had the first application that I built, it was just me and my friends. Like it's hard to onboard someone to a social media app when they go to like, you know, get news updates, interact with friends, um, that kind of stuff where if you don't have anybody like that's that friction is super hard. What's super cool about Nostra is you have two components. You have a relay and then you have a client. A relay is a dumb server that just takes in events, say, you know, let's say a Twitter post and then just broadcasts it. Like, you know, someone connects to that relay, a client, and, you know, they just get a fountain uh, of information. So, you know, with this, you have a base protocol that any client, whether you're using Damus or Daisy, Iris, Snort, I mean, there's so many now, Amethyst, um, 
you're all sharing the same information and it's a big like vote with your feet. You know, I have a key pair that I can plug into Damus. I can go plug into da Daisy or I got to give a shout out to Current, another uh, another Bitcoin Bay um, company um, uh, that just came out on test flight uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, you the whole the network of a client that you're building, whether it be or Bay Wallet, it could be Bay Wallet, current, whatever, um, your entire account is carried from each application. So I take my followers, I take my posts, I, I take my following and, you know, each application I go to. So, um, you know, it really opens up like by creating something, you already have the network on it. It's, it's the exact same experience. It's the exact same like social experience that you can on any client. Uh, so it's like, it's super cool. And, you know, we'll see how it performs. There could be, you know, we'll see as more people, you know, the Nostra adoption has hockey sticked, uh, you know, over the, the last couple of months. So we'll see how relays performs, you know, with like spam protection and all that kind of stuff, which, um, you know, I think there's a huge um, uh, business opportunity for uh, creating relays, uh, like really good relays. Um, so, you know, it's that stuff is going to have to mature, but I think the future is really bright for Nostra. Oh, look at that, dude. You just uh, tossed out your next idea for, for your business <laughs> ideas, dude. That, that, I'll have to oh, like bleep that out or something. Go back and uh, edit that uh, thing out to let you uh, let you bootstrap uh, that. But that one that one's free. I've got I've got too many <laughs> different things I want to do right now. <laughs> hey, free advice. Well, was, uh, find ben, Benny Hoddle then on uh, then on uh, Twitter. He's got his NPub in there, and then uh, shoot him some stats if he steals his idea because uh, <laughs> just uh, just get it set up there. But um, you know, when it comes to that, you know, I, I think the interesting aspect of it is, you know, just like you said, it's the network effect. And right now it just seems like, you know, I mean, I saw Zero Hedge is on it, right? So, I mean, so there's some very, very big, you know, following accounts that are now on Noster. Mm -hmm. So I think the network effect is working, but it seems like mostly people who are, I guess, have somewhat of an interest into, into Bitcoin um because they're worried about the censorship and other things like that where it seems like the average joe schmo doesn't even give a shit about the censorship it hasn't even really opened their eyes on what's going on like i was just kind of i was just anecdotally like on it on another podcast of a guy at, and i'll probably tweet about it next week when it drops but he does like a true crime kind of stuff so he like looks into scams so i was telling him about like everything that's going on in the crypto world and that kind of stuff and mm -hmm. He's like, all up until like two weeks ago, I, you know, viewed Bitcoin and crypto one in the same and, you know, the censorship or stuff. Like I realize, you know, YouTube or Twitter or whatever, that they have these algorithms and, you know, I just realize it and I just face it, mm -hmm. you know, and they're not really worried about, about it anymore. They just, you know, it's out in the open now. People understand it. But do you think that, you know, the average, what, what is, what's it going to take? You know, maybe I, maybe I, we need to get the tinfoil hats on here. What's it going to take for the average Joe Schmo to come over to the Bitcoin side and just realize like, Hey, you know, open your fucking eyes. There's some shit going on and manipulation yeah. that you need to kind of see. Oh man. Um, yeah, I think really it's like a hyperinflationary environment. Like you won't need it until you need it. Um, you know, and uh, it, it's kind of one of those things. It's like when I when I try to orange pill someone, it's like I can tell you all this sweet music about Bitcoin and what it's about, but uh, you have to actively seek it. You know, no matter how much I talk to you, like you have to look for it. Um, and, you know, it has to be for a lot of people. For most people, it's a catastrophic event that it has to happen. And th that's the sad reality of it or uh, or a big super bull market <laughs> usually you know and like back to the, the bitcoin bay thing um you know we want and you know we're creating a 501c3 uh bitcoin bay foundation where you know we have the education where we have the food we have everything in this umbrella um we want to make it um as attractive for people you know when there is a bull market you know uh you know we have 20 people coming right now in a bear market you know when it's a bull market, we have 70 to 100 people showing up, 
And, you know, that's when we first got started. We want to be positioned at that time, you know, where you're not coming to some random, you know, crypto meetup uh, where we're going to try to show you something or sell you something or, you know, uh, you get the comfort of like, okay, this is an established foundation that uh, an established nonprofit that does all of these things. You know, if I want to get into mining, uh, you know, I can go do that. Um, if I want to um, just learn about it. You know, there's the education stuff. If I want to build on it, you know, the bit dev side of things or, you know, the food side of it, you know, being at the farmer's market every Sunday and stuff like that, we want to be well-established. Um, you know, I think that's also what helps people get into it. Like kind of that, um, polished look of everything. And it's not just, you know, uh, looked up Bitcoin on meetup.com and Hey, there's these random guys. No, it's, it's, it's established. It's, uh, you know, the, these guys have been doing it for a while and stuff like that. So, you know, there's two, it's the doomsday type thing, or it's like, okay, this is established and you know, that I can trust this, even though that's like trust is you know not something, uh, in the Bitcoin language, but you know, as far as, you know, getting people into it. Yeah. I know as much as Bitcoiners want to say, like, don't trust verify. I think that there's a thousand percent a trust aspect when it comes to orange pilling somebody, you know, every person that I talk to, it's like, you know, Hey, the, the best way to orange pill somebody is to not go up to them, run up to them, say, Hey, buy Bitcoin asshole. Like, you know, kind of go do this, go do that. It's really learning about the person. And, you know, you said that with farmers and, you know, it kind of just comes back to it. Like once you kind of earn that trust factor from somebody and they realize like, hey, you're not actually trying to scam them, you know, that that's when they're kind of like open their eyes to this thing. And then that's when they kind of start the rabbit hole. And I think that once you get down that Bitcoin rabbit hole, that's when you, you know, start to look for some things like maybe, you know, Bitcoin Bay dot farm, like food, you know, you look for maybe like, Hey, I'm going to start hitting the gym. I think that's probably like the next logical step where we're going to start getting a lot of fitness people in there. We're already having some people in there that are, uh, you know, maybe using a couple Bitcoin miners to shrink those shirts and everything and, and <laughs> post it on Twitter or whatnot. But I mean, like, I, I think that that's kind of, uh, you know, the way that it's, it's going is it's like one, it's food, you know, then it's, you know, maybe fitness or whatnot. And then it's kind of like, you know, just like learning about the education and stuff like that. But people are touching all aspects of life then. And that's where it's kind of like, all right, Bitcoin's getting integrated into, you know, uh, this guy at the gym, he's my personal trainer. He's like, Hey, I'll accept Bitcoin. If you want to take it, then next thing you know, it's like a barber or some shit. Like mm -hmm. I, I'll take Bitcoin if you want to send it to me. Um, you know, it's, it's different, like back and forth where, you know, once you kind of realize enough people are accepting it or kind of, uh, you know, open to it or whatnot, the more that we're going to get uh, adoption just in general and things like Noster will kind of take off. And, you know, I think the thing with Noster that's really going to be the kicker is just, you know, and I think that this is the, the way with all Bitcoin products is just the user experience. Mm -hmm. So the UI UX um with like essentially everything right so like what you guys did with the quickbooks thing i think is is phenomenal it's like making something extremely easy and i think like the next step for just people to start accepting payments a little bit more is to maybe get away from the qr or something along those lines with um you know kind of like maybe eliminating the step of you know i gotta go open my my wallet or mm -hmm. or i gotta open this camera and you know do all that and I, I think like yeah. once we like maybe make it a, almost like a tap thing or or something like uh, that i mean it's yeah. it's tough I, yeah. I i i always tell this to to some of my buddies it's like all right well you know if you want to go pay and strike i gotta then you know i gotta do the face id on my phone or you know the enter the code or whatever yeah. i gotta go find the strike app or search for it then i gotta go click receive or send on there and then i gotta go scan the qr code yeah. and when you're doing that in line like, you know, it's cool for like us as Bitcoiners, but I think like once you get a little bit more like, all right, I'm in the grocery store line and I want to pay in Bitcoin. And this lady behind me has like three screaming kids and a grocery cart full of groceries and she just wants to get the hell out of there. That that extra like five, 10 seconds instead of just yeah. pulling out your card and just tapping it is something that I think like it's going to be a little bit of a hurdle for like the average right. Joe to get in. Right. Um, but I think you guys are doing great steps there and, you know, obviously bringing adoption and bringing more people on. That's when we're going to start to develop some more of these solutions. 
So, I mean, it is tough, tough with the developing question, you know, but I think like you, what you guys are doing with the UI UX, bringing the community over, it's like, you're not just a dev, man, you're bringing, bringing people together <laughs> with all this. So, you know, really, uh, you know, really inspiring stuff. So um, if you have any closing thoughts, go for it. But if not, um, why don't you tell people where they can find you and what you got going on? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, closing thought. Um, you know, I, I've always said, and the reason for doing a lot of this and you know staying local, hyper local, is Bitcoin's a global payment processor for local communities. Um, you know, if you don't have the people around you into it, um, we're just going to be, you know, we're just going to be LARPing the whole time. So, you know, building these systems around it and building it for the community, um, and I think that's what separates Bitcoin a lot um, from from all the other stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, that's my closing thought. Um, people can find me on Twitter at Benny Hoddle, um, my GitHub at Benny Hoddle. Uh, check out the stuff that I'm working on. Um, Bay Wallet's right at the top of it. Um, and yeah, I just keep building. Yeah, for sure. So check out, uh, you know, Benny Hoddle on Twitter as uh, his tag name is Benny Blader. And then also check out Bitcoin Bay, right? I, what is it on yeah, Twitter? Is it just yeah. Bitcoin Bay? Yeah, there's uh, Bitcoin uh, double underscore Bay. Uh, we're moving around. I've got, uh, we, we just created a bunch of socials. I think it's uh, Bitcoin Bay underscore on, um, uh, what do we have? Uh, we have Instagram now. We have TikTok. <laughs> um, whatever Dude, we're gonna really. Do. Yeah. You guys are better than me. I mean, I have <laughs> well, a I have an Instagram, but uh, you know, I, I don't I don't have the yeah. TikTok yet. Yeah. I mean, the, if you search Tampa Bitcoin, there's like 17 different accounts on yeah. here. So it is kind of <laughs> yeah. Tough. We have at Tampa Bit Devs. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll just put, I'll, I'll put it all in my bio. All uh, right. so we we have one entry point, and then uh, if you're interested in uh, learning about the um. Uh, interested in learning about the business workshops and kind of the one-on-one -on -one consulting that we do or the education stuff, um, as well as a bunch of uh, curated resources. BitcoinBay.live um, is a great resource there that we have. Um, and then if you are Tampa local, uh, BitcoinBay.farm. Uh, get your food. Sorry, everybody everywhere else, but we're not shipping. We're we're local. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> hey, I mean, if you if everybody else is listening, take take notes, man. I mean, I, we just laid it out here. Ben, yeah. Benny Hoddle just uh, gave you the recipe, dude. So start uh, start cooking some stuff up. But I did look it up. It is Bitcoin Bay TPA on Twitter. So Bitcoin Bay TPA, get that follow count up, man. We got 129 followers. Get yeah. get 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 a little bit more exposure to Bitcoin Bay. And uh, as always, ladies and gentlemen, please like and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. I really appreciate you listening and uh, follow Benny Hoddle, dude. He's doing great things. Uh, resident dev. So I'm sure we'll have him back on. So, Ben, thanks so okay. much, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right.